you are listening to High TV, your place for cannabis news, insights, and information. If you're new to this podcast, you're a newbie. What's going on, newbie? Welcome to the show. Hope to see you soon. Just know when Monday morning comes and this podcast plays in your cars and your headphones, you will be the most informed person in cannabis in your circle. Stay tuned and stay high, folks. ITV. Welcome back to another episode of Hot TV, where as always, we give you guys cannabis news and now to keep you the most informed about cannabis in your circle. Now, listen, listen, this is this is quarantine week three. We're about to approach come Monday. All right. I'm probably going to drop this a day earlier than Monday because the news is coming left and right. And I'm probably going to give you guys an hour-long episode, so I'm going to try to keep the energy high, especially in the beginning, just so that we have enough energy to take it through this whole episode, because a whole lot of shit has been going down this week, all right? Not just in the cannabis world, but also in the corona world. The corona is the world, the corona, <laughs> the corona. Corona is the world right now, right? I feel like I'm, I'm just like the people in the media on, on the news stations. They don't even give you the weather anymore, right? Like that meme said. <laughs> They'd be like, hello, good morning. It is Tuesday, March 27th, and uh, coronavirus. But seriously, seriously, I mean, this thing is really taking over the world. I believe it's going to be world changing. And uh, honestly, I want to touch on what's happening now and what may happen in the future. You know what I'm saying? We're all going through this now. Like, there's a bunch of people who have, in this moment, have to go to work because they're deemed essential and are battling these corona anxieties on a daily basis. So shout out to you guys who still fight through to go through your regular job. And the most praise first, first foremost before I continue this episode goes out to those health professionals who are on the war zone, the battlefield right now, dealing with fighting the coronavirus face to face. I mean, the people who are fighting to, to take care of the situation without even the proper materials. Could you imagine, could you personally listening through your headphones and the calls on the speakers, like the intro said, could you imagine going into a, a war as a soldier and not having the appropriate armor available to keep you safe? Imagine you were in Roman times, all right? You know what I'm saying? You have the sandals, little gla- the gladiator sandals that go all the way up to your knee that doesn't protect you from anything but looks cool. You're wearing those. And you don't have your shield. You don't have the proper shield, I should say. You don't have the proper uh, sword. You know what I'm saying? Like you have a wooden sword and a wooden shield. How is that going to protect you from these projectile arrows coming your way? And these projectile arrows, arrows in this case in 2020, are those micro droplets that are floating in the air all around these hospitals. All right. I have people close to me who work in the hospitals and they're telling me that in Florida, in South Florida, for instance, You're seeing a huge decline in patients in the hospitals. And the reason why is the way Florida's handling things a bit different than other places, right? Because our numbers aren't so astounding, right? I believe it's at 3,000 right now, but I'll tell you guys more about that later. But because our numbers aren't so astounding as other areas like New York City and, and, and Louisiana now and L.A. and Washington, They're handling the testing of coronavirus outside the hospitals and the people who are going to the hospitals are the people who, you know, either 
they have the sickness and they have no choice but to go to the hospitals or people who are battling with everyday illnesses aren't even going to the hospital because they're more afraid of catching corona in their current state than they are of treating what they're going through now. There are people now who are going through all type of things, but they're too scared to go to the hospital. So people who I know who work for the hospitals aren't even going to work for the simple fact of one, there's no patients for them to take care of. And there's an employee shortage because a lot of employees are what? They're staying home. All right. And patients aren't coming in. And now you have the flip side of what's going on in NYC. So I'm going to give you a rundown of what we're going to talk about this episode. So you guys can, you know, skip through if you want to. But let's be honest, we're on quarantine, we're bored. You might as well listen, get some information and enjoy what's about to be dropped on your head top. All right. So in today's episode, we will travel around the country and part of the world to tell you the coronavirus stories that are going on. It's ever-changing. It's astounding to me what's coming out of these various places. I can't give you everything. I'm going to condense it down in each and every story. All right, the next, as always, we are Cannabis News Now After All. We're going to give you the cannabis news that I've dropped in the recent uh, news, or this week, I should say. And last but not least, which I think is the most important, we're going to give you guys what you can possibly expect after this coronavirus sizzles out, what's going to change in our world? Because we know that what's happening now is world changing. We understand what's happening now is going to have a deep impact on how the health services will continue. Is it going to impact the travel industry at all? Are our seats now going to be much more farther apart? Six feet of space in between you and a passenger? I mean, who knows what will happen? So we're going to dive into that. But first and foremost, let's uh, talk about these idiots that we're seeing on the Internet. As you know, the Internet breeds amazing things for the world. All right. You can FaceTime somebody who is thousands and thousands of miles away. You can talk to family members. You can find family members in certain stories I've heard. And you can do a bunch of other things. Entertain yourself. You can laugh. You can cry. You can listen to music. You name it. You could do it on the Internet. If you're that type of person to go on OnlyFans, you can do that too. Speaking of which, I saw Pornhub is giving out their stuff for free now because of the coronavirus. This is ridiculous. But in either way, we're not talking about that. We're talking about these idiots, all right? There's idiots everywhere, and of course, there's idiots on the internet. And it seems like these idiots decided to, for I don't know what reason, decide to jokingly spread corona in their videos. I saw one of a guy going through the pharmacy saying, I'm not afraid of corona, and go ahead and licking all of whatever he licked in the CBS. All right, I'm seeing videos of people doing the coronavirus challenge, which is basically these young preteens and young adults in their 20s going into bathrooms and licking the toilet seat. Let that sink in. Let it, let it sink in how the human race has natural selection played out in front of a camera screen so you can see what Charles Darwin was talking about. Those who are not fit will not survive. If you're in a global pandemic or deciding to lick a toilet seat in efforts to show either how unafraid you are of coronavirus, how brave you might be, or how unequivocally stupid you are by going ahead and trying to do this coronavirus challenge. So what is happening to these people that make me so happy and proud in this moment is these idiots, these idiots, 
these dummies are now getting charged with terrorist acts. All right. A guy in the video in the CVS, he got arrested. The old man who was coughing on carts and steving on carts, he got arrested. The woman, and I believe it was NYC who went to, even though NYC has grocery stores where sometimes the fruits are outside of the store and not inside of the store. A woman walked by, don't know what per, what uh, persisted her to do this, but she went ahead and like sneezed or coughed jokingly on the fruit that was in front of her. That now led for people to tell that to the store owner. She, of course, got kicked off the establishment. Uh, I believe that he filed a case on her. And unfortunately, that store owner had to have all of his fruits, all of them. Now, if you're in, if you're from NYC, you've been in New York City, you see what I'm talking about. You know how many fruits there are in the street. Imagine a stand that's standing. Uh, imagine if the same shape that stadium seats are sitting where they have an incline that's kind of how this fruits are set on this platform in the new york city streets so when she coughed on let's say she coughed on the oranges you have to throw out the oranges the limes the lemons the apples the bananas the grapes everything that sat outside had to go they couldn't take any chances because new york city is already facing uh, a crisis at this moment. So they had to throw out the fruits. He lost all his money and she got arrested for terrorism. So message out there for any of you guys out there who may get drunk and do something stupid. You may get arrested. You may be charged as a terrorist if you go ahead and jokingly spread the corona, corona, excuse me, coronavirus. And if we're lucky, if you're licking a toilet seat, we won't have to deal with you anymore because you caught it and you're gone. You know what I'm saying? But listen, I don't know why these people need this in the first place. Like, it's good that they got arrested. They deserve it. But my thing is, why do it in the first place? For views on TikTok, likes on Instagram, or getting made fun of on Tosh.0. Either way, now you're in jail where you can possibly even catch the coronavirus even more because apparently prisons are having outbreaks of coronavirus as we speak, i.e. Rikers Island in New York City. So now that we got that out the way as a godsend to the idiocy that we're seeing going around us on the internet, we're going to now jump to Louisiana. Now, Louisiana as you know, has been no stranger to danger. I didn't mean to rhyme. That's so stupid the way it sounds. But anyway, they're, <laughs> news, they're no stranger to danger. But no, seriously, Louisiana is no stranger to danger, all right? They've been through traumatic experiences in the past. For instance, Katrina. Katrina came through and blew the house down, all right? Like the big bad wolf. I'm saying, like, it was so bad in Louisiana that you had people floating on top of rooftops when this was happening. I mean... It looks like Louisiana may be experiencing the world's fastest growth of new coronavirus cases. Explosion. I mean, it's so bad that in 24 hours, I recorded this on March 29th, Sunday, March 29th, they had a growth yesterday of 500 coronavirus cases. Now, my thing is, I don't know if this number is astounding because people are getting tested and that's how many, you know, cases are being reported. But imagine those who aren't being tested. It's almost like when I saw the numbers of New York City and the numbers of Florida last episode was 510. Now that number have grown all the way to 3000 cases. Now, just for a disclaimer, if you're listening, I'm not going to report the deaths. Reason being. I don't want to go ahead and spread any more fear and anything else that's going on in the world. We already have enough of that. I'm just going to tell you the cases, not the deaths. And what's more importantly than the deaths is even though we're seeing tens of thousands of deaths from coronavirus around the world, we're seeing upwards of 3,000 plus recoveries from the coronavirus. But I'm going to get back to Louisiana in a second. Rudy Gobert, 
that uh what's his name david mitchell i can't remember his name the guy from utah jazz who got infected from rudy gobert who know hates his teammate and i'm pretty sure he's gonna get traded after the season starts again or next season and the guy from detroit forgot his name christopher woods sounds like uh i didn't want to get into that that's a bad joke i was gonna say he's he sounds like all right i didn't want to get into it but anyway the nba players have recovered from their coronavirus so just in case you have a family member who's going through it now you have a friend who's going through it now or you may or you yourself may contract or have the virus just know you have a higher chance of recovering from this disease than you do of dying from the disease i believe that the recoveries are being swept under the rug because of course fear and these things are able to get more clicks that's why i may post the news i do on Hep International Instagram, but I do let you know put out these numbers in the in between the posts, especially on a story that shows that you have a lot more recoveries than deaths. But back to the good old Louisiana. All right, so last I left off, they had a growth of 500 new cases in Louisiana. All right, fastest growing in the country. Now you might be asking, why is this happening? Why is Louisiana of all places? It's not a major tourist site. It's not a place of business. It's not well, it is close to the water, but it's in the Gulf, right? And that's much different than New York City or LA or Washington, where you see a lot more tourists or travelers go to these areas. You may be forgetting something. And I forgot it too when I heard this. I was so confused as to why they're getting so many cases. Mardi Gras. Yes, good old Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday, where everybody goes to New Orleans and let their inhibitions go. Where women who probably were very conservative and perhaps maybe criticized of being prude goes to New Orleans and shows off their nice bosoms for a bunch of beads to be thrown at them. You know what I'm saying? Free drinks, the whole nine. And you got to realize, New Orleans is a very alcohol-centric place. If you go to the gas station, you go to a barbershop, I guarantee you, you're going to find some liquor that's being sold. All right. Because it's such a party city, you can walk on Canal Street and smell the drunken piss as you walk around Canal Street, where the main epicenter of Mardi Gras is. Now, granted, Mardi Gras is a big party. So they're not only partying outside, they're partying in bars, they're partying, partying in ballrooms. All right. They're partying, partying in living rooms, all densely packed. Everybody's drinking. And that led this to spread now I guarantee if everybody's going there to have fun and get drunk there's probably some more intimate interaction happening at the time if you catch my drift and so this is why they're saying how coronavirus spread so quickly in the area i mean the story goes is this louisiana is the fastest growing hotspot. you know what i'm saying and i thought they had it bad when Katrina came through. All right, like Katrina and Noah's Ark came through. Came through. Oh, I came and say the whole thing. I wrote this. I came and say. It. Let me start over. I thought they had it bad when Katrina came through. All right, with Noah's Ark in place. You know what I'm saying? It was so bad that we saw Mardi Gras beads floating in the distance. All right. And then Hurricane Harvey came in a couple of years later and smacked them again. And in between, they've been having these floodings happen because the way New, New, uh, Louisiana, excuse me, the way New Orleans, I should say, is shaped is it's like a imagine a bowl and imagine Louisiana is on the cusp of the bowl going towards the center. And so that's why you're seeing them get flooded so much because the water just pours in much like you pour water in a bowl. That's where they get flooded so much. But anyway, like I said, Hurricane Harvey came in and slapped the city again. Now, weeks 
after Mardi Gras, they're having an explosion in Corona. Listen, this is crazy. It's crazy not only because of how fast it's spreading, but it's crazy as to what measures are being taken because of its spread. I mean, I'm sure you guys have heard rumblings and stories about what's going on around the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, New York City, my hometown, all right, BX all day. It looks like they're going through it the worst here in this country, and that's expected. Much like when there's a terrorist threat, New York City's the first target because it's the most amount of people. When you have so many people living in a small area, literally, what can you expect to happen? People are going to get sick. People are going to breathe. Have you seen a New York City train station in primetime? Packed. Like, it's so packed that you probably are getting touched by unwanted people around you, and that's normalcy if you live in NYC. I'm serious. People with oversized bags, people with oversized bellies, and, and, and just inappropriate touching happening on New York City subways. That's why you have your headphones in, and you just bump your music and ignore what's going on. Right? You see the guy up there preaching. You see the next uh, uh, mariachi band playing their music or some guy dancing, doing flips. You ignore it because it's just your in the mix you're surrounded by hundreds of hundreds of people and you just got to fight through it and i even posted on the instagram at international what it looked like in the bronx underground how packed it was on a new york city train i guarantee excuse me i guarantee you that was grand concourse grand concourse is the place where everybody has to transfer from one train to another like i know when everybody goes to new york city it probably is like they saw that map and they were lost as to what the hell that map even means because if i'm a tourist that's just confusing how every train connects another train you got to get off the get off the two and the five to get on the next number the next letter and they got to do this so that's where the main transfers happen in the bronx is grand concourse and then if you see that if you saw the video you realize there's no six feet of separation for social distancing social distancing it's more like six inches of separation everybody's literally packed on top of each other so i gotta pray for all you guys out there out at nyc because this is really debilitating this is frightening and it's astounding the um, the level at which coronavirus has grown in such a short time and you'll see andrew cuomo the governor on tv literally every day as much as trump is on tv Cuomo's on TV and it's because they are you know the business epicenter of the country I mean if NYC is destroyed it's going to affect the rest of the 50 states guaranteed so that's why it's so precedent or he is so press he is at the precedent as on TV and talking to the American people and telling them what he's doing and some of the stuff I'm hearing out there is really scary I mean listen New York City has 53,000 cases overall 53,000 that number, I believe, last time I checked in with you was around 19,000, and now it's at 53,000. Now, imagine if there aren't, if all the people who have it aren't even getting tested, they're just at home fighting it out with some Theraflu and an orange juice. So I know they're out there doing it because they're too afraid to go to hospitals. I mean, the people who are too afraid to go to hospitals are those who are not the wealthiest. I'm saying they're not in the most financially secure in environment or reality so they're not going to go to the hospital where they're going to have to pay bills they don't have insurance for it so i guarantee that fifty-three thousand is probably nearly double at 90 plus thousand in new york city alone and mind you this is new york city not the state Fifty-three thousand. Oh man anyway but now with many of the city's businesses closed and neighborhoods quiet endless wailing seems to echo through the deserted streets this is an excerpt pulled from the new york times about what the environment in NYC city is like as everyone is ordered in nyc to stay home of course people aren't doing it but it's quiet it's not could you imagine new york city the city that never sleeps being quiet i can't even imagine it i was living there for 18 years of my life all right and 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 
quiet and New York City do not go hand in hand. For instance, when I just came to Florida, trying to fall asleep was so hard. I'm like, how do you fall asleep with the sound of crickets blazing at your ear like i need to hear a train passing by i need to hear like some cars driving maybe a honk or two maybe a siren maybe somebody's racing down the street you know what i'm saying and probably somebody outside saying hey fuck you too buddy all right go fuck yourself i need to hear that when i'm going to sleep else it's 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 not comfortable and it took me a while to get used to it down here but in all honesty, it's kind of eerie to hear that it's so quiet in New York City streets and all you hear are these ambulances driving to save these people's lives. Now, not only is it quiet, but you also have 911 in NYC overwhelmed. You could imagine. If there's so many cases, everybody was paranoid, anxious, and have any symptoms. All right, they probably got a hiccup to call 911 thinking it's coronavirus. Normally, the New York City 911 calls are at 4,000 calls a day. However, it's nearly doubled at 7,000 calls a day. Now, it's so many calls that they have to discern as to who is sick enough for me to call the ambulance to save you because we only have but so many ambulances. We only have but so many workers, so much EMTs, and but so many paramedics. Emergency Medical workers are making life or death decisions about who is sick enough to take the crowded emergency rooms and who appears to be well enough to leave behind. So there are some people who come to the hospital after the ambulance comes and they look at them and say, hey, look, we have much dire consequences and people are much more sicker than you are. So just go home, you know, drink some orange juice, get some rest and hopefully you get better because we can't treat you right now because we have so many other patients who are here sick and nearly dying. You know, what New York City is facing, as I told you two episodes ago, America, or I should say United States, rather, is was two weeks behind on Italy's development of the virus. When Italy was at its peak, when people were all locked indoors, singing to Rihanna, you know, on their balconies and having concerts on their balconies. And you have people, you know, uh, people, you had healthcare workers deciding, should I let a 44 year old with three kids live or should I let the 44-year-old with two kids live? And because he has one more kid, he got to survive. And the other one was sentenced to death because they didn't have enough uh, respirators available. I mean, the respirators is a problem. The PPE is a problem. I mean, there's hospitals out here spewing fake news saying that they have hundreds of respirators available. And I'm watching a video on a New York City, on a New York Times that I posted on Hamilton National. They only have about what five respirators available for a res, uh, for, for, for the respiratory unit. I mean, yo, it is really astounding as to what is happening and how ill-prepared America is. I mean, we are experiencing third world level healthcare at this moment. There's not enough supplies. People aren't protected. There's no more PPE. I mean, in fact, it's so bad, people, that you had a New York City nurse die of coronavirus. All right. And it's probably just one that made the airwaves out of many who have fallen to the perils that is Corona. And the response by the fellow employees is to protest, saying that you are not protecting your workers. All right. You're not getting the necessary materials to go ahead and make me safe. I mean, I'm seeing people out here use Walmart rotisserie chicken plastic. You know, what I'm talking about the round dome on the on the chicken that you the chicken that you buy from Walmart when you're too lazy to cook. You know what I'm saying? You go to Walmart, buy rotisserie chicken, and it's good. It's soft. It tastes good. You know, you're happy. 
The man used that plastic to put over his face as a mask because these individuals have one mask to use throughout the weeks and they're seeing 400 to 500 patients a day. Oh my God. I can't, I can't imagine the, the, deplorable conditions that's going on and they have every right to protest every single right because your life is on the line when i talk to a, a a buddy of mine who is working at the hospital currently they're letting me know that yes they are sending people into these areas which they know that the workers aren't safe and the fact of the matter is guess what the hospitals they have insurance on their employees so they're fine with having employees potentially getting sick suing or potentially getting sick and dying and having the family sue so what do they care about most during this coronavirus a lot of these hospitals are caring about the patients more than they are their employees now you got to ask why is that why do they care about the patients more because now, you may say, of course they care about the patients more. That's what they're here to do. They care about the patients because the patients pay the bills, all right? They can charge the insurance company an obscene amount of money, and the insurance is going to pay for it because they have insurance, all right? That's what the money is. So they're going to go ahead and sacrifice a couple of workers to take care of the people that's there. Now, granted, I mean, if you're in the health field, I know how scary it is. As a story I posted on Hamilton National, a woman up and quit today, and I'm sure she's one of thousands of healthcare professionals who have quit literally this week because they're seeing firsthand what this coronavirus is doing to people. How in New York City, for instance, they got 85 cooler trucks, freezer trucks, whatever you want to call it, the same thing that Rocky was punching the meat in in one of the Rocky movies, that type of truck. They have gotten to throw the dead bodies in as a temporary morgue, anticipating the amount of deaths that may occur. I, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, I try to be lighthearted at times, but this is too serious for me to be joking. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is literally, this is something that our generation will live with, talk about, and reference to back in the day. You know, anytime the toilet paper roll runs out and you're sitting on the toilet and you look to your right, you're going to have that PTSD moment like Grandpa in the Vietnam War, where you're going to have, like, the, that scary music play and, and remember the toilet papers are missing and I had to resort to using newspaper wipes and coffee filters to wipe your ass and how many people were dying in the coronavirus and and then, and then your grandkid walks up and be like, Grandpa, you okay? <laughs> You've been in there an hour. And mind you, this whole 2020 year just passed through, right? We almost got into a war with Iran. Kobe went ahead and died. Coronavirus came and destroyed the world. Oh, aliens came to take over the aftermath. Like, it's just wild, all right? Wild, wild, wild. I, I kind of even went on a rant just now because I had this whole thing organized to tell you guys the news in an orderly fashion, but it's just so much that I have to just get it out, you know? But I'll continue. A story from the NY Times. I can't even talk right now. I'm so distraught, bro. I don't think it's cool. I don't think it's ever cool to say the word distraught. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those words where it's like, yo, I'm so mad right now. You can be cool saying that, right? But you can't say I'm so distraught. <laughs> That's not cool at all. Like, you distraught, bro? Yes, this thing is serious, man. Anyway, one New York City paramedic described, described rather, I sound like Charlamagne the God right there. One New York City paramedic described responding to a suicide attempt of a woman who had drank a liter of vodka after her cancer treatments. Her cancer treatments have been delayed in part because hospitals were clearing their beds for coronavirus patients. So not only are people with cancer getting told to get the F out, we have coronavirus we got to take care of. You have people who need surgery that can't get surgery. We have people who have diabetes that 
to just go ahead and fight through it. We're going to see amount of deaths pile up, not because of only coronavirus, but because of those people who can't be treated because there's not enough beds for them to be treated. Oh my. Imagine the people who are on life support respirators. They have to go ahead and debate. Should we take them off life support and the respirator they're on to treat the coronavirus? Bruh. Bruh. Anyway, another paramedic said the re responded, oh, excuse me, another paramedic said she responded to a many, to so many cardiac arrests in one shift that the battery on her defibrillator died. Oh my God. I mean, the amount of movies that's going to come out because of what coronavirus is going on, the amount of books that's going to be written about as doctors, nurses, PAs, you know, health professionals as what their first experience first-hand experience of coronavirus was this is a couple books movies and blockbusters coming soon i'm telling you because what i'm hearing sounds like it's unreal i mean we've seen the movie contagion but now we're literally living through it it does not matter where you are paramedic said it does not matter how much money you have this virus is treating everyone equally and, and that's true. I mean, we, we build these social caste systems, these invisible social caste systems, you know, in our reality about how much money you have, what car you drive, where you're living, how big is your home? What type of watch do you wear? Or if you're a female, what type of heels or bags you carry with yourself on a daily basis? But then when something comes, when something comes like this, the coronavirus, that humanizes us to a level to where doesn't matter how much money you have, the coronavirus can still take you out or get you infected. Now, silver lining. I want to mention this as I mentioned it episodes ago. But I got to mention it again. The good thing is, folks, even though it's pretty morbid and, and, and Machiavellian to say the most deadly form of the coronavirus. All right. It's going to die with its hosts. All right. And the less fatal strains of coronavirus are going to persist on in the future. And because they're less fatal, it means they're more manageable and then people will much more, much more likely recover from it. So what does that mean in a nutshell? All right, it's called the Red Queen, the Red Queen race. It's something that's a term in evolutionary biology that means like, let's say you have a parasite. The parasite is sucking the resources of its host way too much, the host will die. Right. And then when the host dies out, that parasite has nothing to eat. And so the parasites die. And now when the parasites die, the hosts that were getting fed on by the parasites increase in population. And then the cycle starts again. Now, you would deem that parasite to take out their host to be the most the, to be not the most fittest. Right. As, as a.k.a. not the most biologically reproductive and successful organism because it's killing its host off. Therefore it can't replicate itself, right? It can't go ahead and jump to a next host because it's killing off its host. So just like this virus, if this virus is a fatal strain, and I'm sure you've seen celebrities that have the virus, some are reporting that, Oh, I'm not having any symptoms, but I've tested positive for coronavirus. And then you have others who have the coronavirus and are in a medical coma or of need of a respirator or may have been healthy and have said that they have gone through the worst experience in their life. This is the word unlike any food they've ever experienced. So because of that, it's reported that there are about eight different strains around. Now, of course, there's a very fatal, very dangerous uh, strain that is killing individuals. And you have those that aren't as deadly. That's the coronavirus without any symptoms, maybe even a mild fever. And so the one that's a less fatal, that will result in those individuals most likely surviving or throughout their 
infection, because they're not being floored, put on the bed and bedridden and unable to move, those who are bedridden because their infection is fatal, they won't be able to spread the virus as easily. However, on the other side, if those people who have the less fatal version or less fatal strain of the coronavirus, they're probably much more likely to spread the virus to others. That one will move and have, have much more, what's the word I'm looking for? Much more, not movability. In other words, it will spread much quicker with the less fatal and will persist longer because you can survive its effects. So with that being said, that's a silver lining for you to know that the longer we go through this thing is the less deadly the coronavirus will be and the likelihood that you will survive the coronavirus if you get this strain. However, we are in the crux at this moment where you have individuals who have the fatal versions and the hospitals are fighting to keep them alive. All right. In other NYC news, NYC is the biggest news that's coming out about coronavirus because they're the most affected in the country. Sorry about staying in my hometown. Maybe I'm a little biased. All right. Maybe I'm a Knicks fan recovering from the years under Donnie Walsh. All right. Maybe I'm a new. Maybe I'm a Yankees fan who's used to the Yankees being amazing and now not so much. Right. Aaron Judge is a dope dude, of course. But anyway, moving on outside of New York City sports. 300 police officers have reportedly tested positive for corona could you imagine being the police officer who has to go out through this during coronavirus like are you doing your job listen if i'm a police officer there's coronavirus outside i'm letting every crime fly all right i'm like a glitched gta cop that just saw you punch a man in the face take his car and drive off i ain't see it i ain't it you know what i'm saying my fingers going to my nose not it not me <laughs> not i said the cat in this case, not I said the cop, because in all honesty, this is too scary. You got a family at home and a lot of people are saying that They're like I'm quitting my job because I can't risk my family. I got a grandma at home. You know what I'm saying? Or I got kids at home. I don't want to get sick. I got my wife, my husband at home. I don't want to get sick. So people are quitting left and right. So, yeah, these police officers, these police officers are getting infected too, upwards of 300. You know what I'm saying? One cop is quoted saying on New York Times, it's all a war zone. All right. And they're terrified. And they're, like I said, they're afraid to go home after this whole thing, but they have to because they're deemed essential workers. If they work through 9-11, they're working through Corona. Uh, I already mentioned New York health professionals are quitting at a high level, leaving hospitals even less available to take care of people because their their workforce is diminishing. They're either getting sick from Corona, they can't work, or they're just outright quitting, trying not to get sick. Uh, next up we have hospital employees are getting creative using their PPE. I already mentioned that people are sewing their own masks. People are making their own masks. I mean, it's amazing how a country could come together. You have individuals who make clothing, who make textiles, who are making masks and mailing it for free to these hospitals because they need it. They're saving lives. All right. We're having uh, GE. We're having Ford. We're having Tesla all say that they're going to go ahead and turn their attention towards making respirators. Now, the conspiracy theorists or the uh, jaded. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, hey, well, my words can't come to my mind, especially doing this podcast is live. Very. I can't think of the word. Anyway, what is that damn word? Hold on. Let my brain think for two seconds. All right, my bad. I had a brain fart right there. But yeah, I'm a little cynical on these large corporations saying they're going to attune their already bought machines that are made to make cars 
in Fords and Tesla cases in making respirators because it's like, you're, how are you going to make respirators if your machine makes cars? I mean, I get that you have a robot arm, i.e. Ford and i.e. Uh, Tesla factories. They have robotic arms that go ahead and automate, you know, a lot of the big, a lot of the processes in making a car. So are you saying that you can program that? machine that arm to now make a respirator i don't think that's true what tesla has done already i've seen that i'm not cynical about is they've bought respirators from china as you know china is recovering and china is probably the place where they make a lot of respirators they make everything all right even your hat says made in china some how does hat get made in china we don't have so machines here but anyway they're making these respirators in china and uh tesla bought it and is shipping it to california hospitals so yeah we're hearing it's amazing to me how americans are coming together because it in times like these all the bullshit is gone you know, all the stuff that doesn't matter goes out the window because you're focused on survival and one thing i love about being a human being is we're selfless creatures we're not we're selfish at times yes don't get me wrong but in times of crisis we naturally come together i mean on a biological scientific level that is what's going to make our species survive the longest is if we work together there's a reason why when you're very social even when in, in even when in old age you tend to live longer and have much better health vitals because when you're social it's you are putting yourself in a situation where you have the highest likability to survive that's why I believe, you know, human beings, number one thing is to love and be loved. When you are in love, chances are you're much healthier. Like you literally are much healthier if you're in a relationship than if you're not right. Single men in America, I believe is the biggest crisis of men above the age of 35 who are sick are single are like dying at crazy rates from like diseases. They shouldn't die in at that age because they're single, right? Their health literally goes down when you're isolated. So I know we're in social isolation now. So just know your health ain't doing so well, buddy. I'm saying going being at home watching the netflix being alone just tough it out and survive for now but go ahead and make sure you're even more social than you were before to make up for that lost time all right so in other news nyc we're finally done oh my god we went through such a lot with nyc everything's going down with fifty-three thousand cases you can imagine the stories go off left and right there's probably some i'm missing because they haven't hit the radar speaking of missing there was a story that happened uh forget which state but it's a story that occurred where an individual who is a neo-Nazi planned a domestic terrorist attack on a hospital, uh, decided to go ahead and blow up a hospital to try and use Corona as a biological weapon. Uh, the FBI reportedly got to the bottom of the situation, caught it early. You know, the FBI has divisions that are focused on infiltrating uh, neo-Nazi groups. They did it in the past with the Black Panthers. They're doing it now with neo-Nazis. They're monitoring what they're saying online. He saw that the attack was planned. He went to go ahead and, you know, implement this attack. And the FBI said, yo, we already have the coronavirus kicking the United States' ass. We don't need domestic terrorism to happen in this moment. In his mind, he probably was thinking he was doing something noteworthy for his neo-Nazi cause. And he saw weakness in the system when coronavirus is hit. Like, literally, the system of America is weakened. Economically, everything. Even uh, morally, in this case, if he's doing this. And he decided to, to uh, take action in his own hands. So the headline goes as this in time.com. All you guys out there who are racist on the Hamilton National page, who don't believe this want to unfollow because i kind of ticked off your neo-nazi bubble go ahead and fuck off like unfollow i don't need neo-nazi or racist on this page whatsoever i'll let you know if you're listening to this podcast you're listening to a black man it wasn't obvious enough and if that makes you uncomfortable then we don't need you here but if you're cool i'm cool with you you know what i'm saying let's go ahead and share some nachos and avocado and whatnot
I don't know where that came from, but I'm guessing that's something we both can share in common. Who doesn't like nachos and avocado? And if you don't like avocado, you're a sociopath. Anyway, so the story goes as this. FBI man plotted on an attack on hospital during the coronavirus academic. Anyway, this woman said, weird how neo-Nazi tried to blow up a hospital filled with coronavirus patients 48 hours ago and ended up dying after being injured by the FBI, excuse me, ended up getting injured when the FBI arrested him and it barely scratched the surface of the news. And they're saying the reason why they didn't scratch the surface in this woman's opinion was because it was done by a white man named Tim. Didn't plan to put that in the podcast, but it crossed my mind and I had to go ahead and speak on it. So yeah, people are going ahead and trying to blow up hospitals during the Corona. How sick and messed up are you as a human being to blow up a hospital full of Corona patients in an effort to spread Corona around? Jesus Christ. And hopefully this corona takes out those type of people too, man. Uh, in other news, Florida, 3,000 cases. It looks like the governor wised up and finally closed off beaches. If you're in the state of Florida and you're above the age of 65, you are told to stay your old ass at home. All right? Leave them liver spots in your house. Okay? Don't go out. Don't do nothing. If you, if you can find a younger person to go ahead and buy groceries for you, please do it. Uh, call your grandson or granddaughter and have them do like a Walmart delivery to your home. Amazon grocery lives your home because you're not allowed to be outside if you're above the age of 65. I believe if you are outside over the age of 65, you will get a fine. I mean, look, in America, at least we're civilized, right? We're giving people fines for being outside after hours. You know, have you seen what they're doing in India? They're literally getting a cane and beating the living shit out of people on the streets of Indiana. I mean, in, oh, the streets of Indiana, the streets of, I, I sound like Christopher Columbus. <laughs> I'm saying Christopher Columbus came to America, saw people and thought they were Indians. No, they're Native Americans. And you're on a totally opposite side of the hemisphere. But anyway, in India, they're beating people literally on their asses with these sticks in efforts to keep them inside. The police see you outside, you're getting your ass beat. I mean, I think it's a great policy to keep people inside, but it is pretty, uh, pretty, pretty, (laughs) it's pretty third world, bro. Like, you're really beating citizens' asses with canes. That's crazy. Uh, there's a rumor going around on the internet that in Russia, Putin has released lions on the street of, and the lions literally released lions on the streets of Russia in efforts to keep people inside their homes. So when they see the lion, they're going to run their ass back in the house. That's hilarious. Um, in other places, they're getting arrested for being outside if they're not, if they're told to stay inside. So I'm glad that the globe have decided to understand how, much of a risk it is having people not follow the rules, but people are going to be people, all right? We saw that video in New York City. People are not staying inside their houses. They're on a train like it's a regular Thursday, all right? Spain, Spain has the most cases of coronavirus in the world coming in. That makes no sense. It says Spain has the most deaths, I believe. Oh, man, that's sad. I'm not going to report deaths. Let's skip that. But uh, quick news before I move on from Spain. They had to go ahead and form ice rinks as a makeshift morgue. That's so sad. Could you imagine being a couple that travels to Spain on a romantic getaway and you find yourself skating in a Spain ice rink that was once a morgue and you're like, that's where you fall in love? Like you fell in love on a on like an Indian burial ground. You know what I'm saying? Like your relationship is haunted with all the people who died from coronavirus. I don't know. I, I guess I'll try to make a joke out of the sad and terrible situation. But 
I'm going to give you guys a break. All right, you guys had a lot of stuff dropped on your head top, a lot of stuff on your heart, that's for sure. And I'm going to give you a commercial break, and after the break, we're going to talk about cannabis news. We're going to get into what happened this week, and we're going to talk about what the future may hold with coronavirus after the cannabis news. All right, I'm not going to say that to the end. I'm going to give you guys that right after the break. So stay tuned. Wash your hands, all right, during this break. Okay, wash your hands. Don't just use hand sanitizer. Wash your ass. Wash your hands, all right? Boost your immune system. Get some orange in. Not just orange juice, but actually oranges. Eat some uh, eat some ginger or put some ginger in the tea. Squeeze some lemon, some lime. Do whatever you can to boost your immune system. Get sleep. I probably am breaking that rule because I don't sleep as it is. I'm sure I record this podcast late at night anyway. But yeah, do what you can to stay safe, man. And this thing is not a joke. I know, I know a lot of people when it just started, when I was you know informing people what I was reading about in, in Europe and China, they're like, oh, it's, it's just like the flu. The flu kills more people than the coronavirus has so far. It's not a big deal, okay? The media is just trying to scare people. I'm like, yo, 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 please close your mouth. You don't understand. Hope all the people who spoke that idiocy in the beginning realize how wrong they are. This is not just the flu. This is much more deadly than the flu. There's a reason why we're responding the way we are in the world because people are literally dying. All right. I mean, if you go on to the, the, the stats as to how many, how many people died in just three months, that's nowhere near the level of sickness that the flu is or the influence of the influence of viruses. So uh, anyway, break coming up, go ahead and get some water. I don't know. Check Instagram for a little bit. Come back after the break. Or if you like one of those people that hate listening to ads, go ahead and skip through. I think I'm going to drop an ad on this. All right. Because you know what I'm saying? That, that check from Trump ain't enough. I mean, $1,200, what's that going to do for the economy? People are out of jobs. They're getting laid off. They're getting fired. Companies are going to, listen, companies are going to have to shut down because literally if we're all locked inside the house, we cannot spend money. So, oh man, all you guys out there who are now jobless, I pray that it's temporary. I pray that you guys get back on your feet and everything comes back. But if you're a small business listening to this podcast, just know if you've made more than $100,000 last year and you have more than 100 employees, you can apply to get a federal loan with zero or negative interest, meaning that you don't have to pay for that loan. You can literally take out a, I don't know, a $50,000 loan and not have to pay it back because the federal reserve have literally pumped in two trillion dollars all right that's free money out there and i know i know restaurants are gonna fall under bars are gonna fall under uh uh barbershops beauty shops you name it if you're a small mom and pop you are probably pulling your hair out at the root right now so i, I hate when i try to go on break and i just keep talking but anyway that's some information before i leave i can go on for days as you guys can see it's been how many minutes now and we're not even at a break yet but i promise you when i come back cannabis news what's going to expect in the future go ahead and do something to do in the break i'll catch you after are you having corona anxiety are you feeling stressed are you bored do you need something to relax you during this quarantine process chances are you're shaking your head, yes. If you have coronavirus, if, <laughs> if you have coronavirus, stay home. Don't smoke CBD flour. But if you are bored and you have some corona anxiety, like myself, go ahead and get you some CBD hemp flour from Like Weed. All right. Listen, you don't, have to, you don't have to worry about interacting with anybody. You can adhere to social distancing because Like Weed will mail it to your door. And guess what? Like Weed 
has a discount code Corona free. How, how funny is that? It, you get to put in something and type like a discount code that makes you feel good because you want to be Corona free. And just know that it's going to rob to your door. No social interaction. You get your CBD flower. You get to relax and calm that Corona anxiety down. And look, I tried the flower. You're going to hear in this second half of the episode how relaxed I felt simply by smoking the CBD flower before I did the second half. While y'all washed your hands and took your break or pressed 30 seconds forward, I know who you are on the advertisement. I went ahead and enjoyed me some CBD flower before I continued. And it definitely has done its effect. You can hear it now. So if you want to relax during this corona, this coronavirus pandemic, you have corona anxiety, go ahead and get you some CBD flower from Like Weed. All right, know that it has indoor flower. They have CBD cigars. The indoor flower looks like the real thing. If you go on YouTube right now and type in Like Weed Hemp, you're going to see reviews from people who reviewed the flower. And they can't believe how it looks. They can't believe how it tastes. And it's like, yo, this is hemp? telling you man it's 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 strong i tried some t1 dream catcher before this podcast and i don't advertise things to you that i do not like and i'm telling you this stuff is good listen it not only looks good like you know you have weed that looks good but it has no effects you know what i'm saying the weed that's looks so good but it's like the girl that is a dime like she's beautiful all right but she has no personality and she's so beautiful she's about to d- develop one for people to like her <laughs> you know what i'm saying as opposed to what like weed is like weed is a girl in high school it was probably you know awkward and not the best looking or didn't get the most guys but had you know some she was cool and she had guy friends and when she grew up she just blossomed and grew up into a beautiful smart funny and great to be around overall dime like she's amazing all right that's what like weed is it looks good and it has some personality and it has some effects and it's very very powerful especially the indoor stuff maybe it's too potent for some of y'all maybe you don't need to be that relaxed but anyway if you want to check them out it is sunsethemp.org you can check out the instagram at like weed co or you can check them out at hemp internationals link in bio all right again that's sunsethemp.org instagram like weed co and you'll go ahead and relax your corona anxiety during this pandemic with some cbd flower and really hear me out hear how i sound in the second half of this episode after trying some cbd flour and see if you don't want to try some like weed too all right now back to the show all right welcome back to the show a few things i want to address before i jump into the cannabis news i got a lot of messages yo i got a lot of messages about individuals saying that hey look what you're doing on instagram it ain't okay I'm like, what you mean it's not okay? What's wrong with it? What's wrong with what I'm posting? As you know, we're a cannabis podcast, a cannabis media on Instagram first. And you have to understand, people are used to seeing us posting cannabis information only. But now you see an influx of this current present news coronavirus float into the media stream. And I'm getting accused. Could you believe it or not? Could you believe I'm getting accused? I'm the bad guy here. I'm the bad guy for the simple purpose of, I think you're posting stuff to create fear, man. You're, you're spreading panic. You know, I believe the guy that send messages like that probably sounds kind of like this. Like, you're just spreading negativity, dude. It's not cool. It's not cool whatsoever, man. <laughs> just listen to this. Watch this video and tell me this guy isn't right. And it's like a video of a guy talking about the coronavirus. Cool. Right? But... You, either way, what's happening in front of you, you have to bring to the forefront 
And I know cannabis news is taking the back seat now. It's taking a little Rosa Parks seat. But I'm sorry. This coronavirus is affecting our lives in a way in which I have to at least mention it. This is historic times we're living in. And I get it. If you're thinking that I'm posting stuff for negativity, chances are you probably have a mindset that's thinking that a government is out to potentially purposely decrease the population and new world order and, you know, thoughts like that. And there's no wrong, nothing wrong with being a conspiracy theorist. Don't get me wrong. I used to be there. I used to be thinking all type of stuff. But as you, you know, mature, you talk to kind of see how the world is and there's a lot of different things at play. And you see conspiracy theory as a theory, as a possibility, not an actuality. And the issue is with a lot of conspiracy theorists, they don't take it as a theory, as a thought on something that could be, not is. But they go ahead and apply that theory as fact. And now what you're doing must be a part of a big media effort to panic and scare people, which Hey, who knows? It could be possible, but I'm telling you why I'm doing it. You know, it's not to promote fear. I give you guys a bit of funny in it. I'd let you guys know people survive and everything like that. But as a media source on the platform, I use responsibility. I know I'm saying it again, but I'm just like, I don't like these messages coming in. So if any podcast listeners are one of the ones that said the messages, just know that's what it is. All right. So cannabis news as promised. Canadian cannabis firm applies to conduct COVID-19 therapy trials. Interesting. You mean to tell me they're thinking about using cannabis in use to treat the coronavirus? Now, granted, is this research being conducted for the purpose of economic gain by the cannabis market? Or is it really an effort to treat the disease? You know, because COVID-19 is a strain. That's why it's called 19. It came out in 2019. And excuse me. It's going to be a temporary thing. We're not going to be seeing coronavirus come 2022, but maybe they're referring to the symptoms you feel under coronavirus, not the virus itself. I'm going to read the story. You're going to think you're going to go ahead and mull those thoughts over and see what you think. Canadian cannabis healthcare technology company Canna Lounge or Canalog rather has submitted an application to Health Canada to conduct a clinical trial for COVID-19. The disease caused by the novel coronavirus to determine whether medical cannabis can reduce the symptoms of the disease or any mutant strains of the virus. Continuing on a quote by uh, the scientists working with this plant cannabinoids naturally. Excuse me, plant cannabinoids have naturally occurring immunodulatory properties that absolutely require expected investigation given the current COVID-19 pandemic. Cannabinoid receptors are naturally found on immune cells in the body. If stimulated prior to an infection, it may dampen the inflammatory response that it follows. That will follow, which is a key factor in the severity of symptoms observed in patients. If we can flatten the curve, then we need to focus on reducing the number of deaths. It's amazing how, if you understand anything about inflammation, inflammation, they say, is at the core of most diseases, right? Inflammation occurs when there's certain natural damages in the body, when things don't, when things aren't going correctly. You know, think of inflammation as, you know, the first signs that maybe your tire is probably low on air, right? Instead of it deflating, it does the complete opposite. It starts to get inflamed right? It grows. You get a little hit on your head. My simple example, 
that bump is inflammation directly on the skin that got damaged. So with that being said, when your body is also sick, the same bump that comes on a little cocoa on top of your head, that also grows in your body. So if you take things that are anti-inflammatory, like we all know cannabis is as an antioxidant as well, you can go ahead and potentially, you know, save yourself from getting diseases. So it's a good thought that they're conducting this study in order to add cannabis into the mix as potential plausible medicines for certain things. Now, would it cure your COVID-19? That's not what the study is going to study. That's why I kind of questioned it earlier. Like, why are you going to come with a study to cure COVID? But that's why you got to read everything, folks. And after that reading, you can summarize. They're looking to see how the inflammatory response can affect the coronavirus. So if things happen in the future that may not be corona related, it could be any other bacterial infection, respiratory infection, uh, viral infection or anything above or anything, excuse me, all of the above. They can go ahead and treat the inflammation to try and improve those symptoms. So I want to clap it up for uh, Canada Health for doing this study. This is now showing us, the cannabis community, how serious cannabis is being taken on a world stage. World stage. All right, next up, New Jersey Supreme Court rules cannabis patients cannot be fired for a failed drug test. We saw Colorado being the first state to do this. We saw places in California that has done the same. And I believe New York City very important, very biased. I don't care. <laughs> I'm joking. But New York City has always impl implemented the same rule where you can have weed in your system and not get fired. I mean, to have a world where something is legal and seen on the same level as alcohol, to fire somebody for an offense of what is really drinking a shot before work, I don't think that's necessary for firing. Now, granted, I get you shouldn't be high at work. However, the THC test doesn't test if you're high right now. It tests if you have any THC in your system. So I get if you fire somebody who is drunk on the job. Like I used to look, I used to work at a job where a, a co-worker was drunk. You know what I'm saying? At first, I kind of thought it was like edgy. It was cool. It was like, yo, this, this person's kind of wild. He drinking on the job and I can smell it from here. Jesus. So they're going ahead, they're drinking and... Uh, they're, you know, handling it well at first. And then over time, you could see how the alcohol started to take effect. You know, they started to, you know, it's a retail store back in the day and they were bumping into things and they weren't holding themselves correctly. And customers apparently were even talking about how one of the coworkers smelled like alcohol. I'm saying, and this is how I found out. The boss walked over and like, you know, the boss says something to you, though, not really the passing by, it's not a real conversation. It was like he was smelling to see which worker had alcohol on them. Which is wild. Anyway, this is retail days, man. Retail. I feel like retails. If you ever watched that show, Big Store, or whatever it's called on CBS, is a comedy about a superstore. That's what it's called. They kind of give the comedy that happens when you work at a superstore. It's absolutely ridiculous. But in any facet, I'm glad to hear you know New York. Excuse me, New Jersey rather take the stage and really show that they're a part of this movement where cannabis isn't something to be frowned upon. It's taken, you know, as a necessary component of people's lives. So you cannot fire them for having any cannabis in your system. And uh, this is going to show you guys, every little move is a domino. Every little move is one step closer towards f full cannabis legalization. We've been hoping for this forever. And a lot of you are living in that zone where it is legal right now. And I got to clap it up for you. You know, good for you. But hopefully we all get the same treatment too. Florida, I'm talking to you. All right, Rick, Rick Scott, fix something. 
You know what I'm saying? Do something, please. But in any fashion, yo, you, you want to see full legalization come to fruition. You want to go ahead and live out those fantasies of not having to worry about a cop behind you whatsoever because there's some weed on you. You want to make sure that your cannabis is as respected in society as the same person on Friday night going ahead and drink some whiskey. So clap it up for New Jersey for that one. Thought I had a better ending to that one, but that was kind of anticlimactic. Anyway, Washington Cannabis Company pivots to hard hand sanitizer. Again, we are coming together as Americans, taking steps towards trying to fix and alleviate this situation. You see companies all around who make liquor and alcohol. They go ahead and they're going to, you know, pivot to hand sanitizer. All right. Turn the water to not wine, but Purell. And that's a godsend. I mean, a lot of people probably aren't even thinking about being, you know, altruistic wholeheartedly they're probably realizing that their business is going to go down because not many sales are going to be happening where alcohol is being served because you can't be social so they're pivoting towards making money in this down economic downturn which is making hand sanitizer so you know i'm saying i'm a gemini so i'm gonna think two ways the first way i think is how tremendous it is that they're doing this to help the situation as mentioned but i also understand from a business perspective how important it is to have some influx of cash during an economic downturn which you're not knowing if you're going to have enough you know cash on hand months cash on hand to survive this because who knows what could happen for the rest of 2020 especially when election is coming around we better be able to go outside during that unless we're going to definitely have to vote through the cell phones all right so uh last but not least cannabis legalization in new york will likely be delayed due to coronavirus as i mentioned we're one step closer as every single domino hits and it looks like new york city is going to tumble and be the last one to fall at least in the northeastern area we're all we we saw that uh massachusetts legalized we saw that vermont did our new england is having a party they're having a party with all the weed and everything we know they're having fun now you want to see new york and new jersey and pennsylvania take that step so the tri-state is well taken care of that means if i fly up everything's gonna be fun all right we're gonna love every single thing we're gonna do but uh yeah back to uh back to corona unfortunately so it looks like uh yeah that was the cannabis news for now quick rundown cannabis canadian firm or canadian cannabis firm is going to run research with cannabis to see how it affects the covid19 that's just a headline it really means that what they're going to do is study how cannabis can lower inflammation in the body to potentially treat ailments like corona and potentially because the corona is viable right now they're going to get the funding they need to do the experiment because maybe the funding wasn't there before Got to give you our perspective. You know what I'm saying? You never know what may or may not be true. You got theorize, not factualize. Throwing shade again to those DMs. A little spicy. I don't like the spicy DMs. I like spicy food. I don't like no spicy DMs. So uh, back to what I was saying. What's going to happen in our future? All right, let's get serious. Let's get what's going to happen in our future after Corona decides to fade away. After Corona decides to pick up their bags and go home, how will we deal with the viral the virus that destroyed everything it destroyed the economy i mean the economy is starting to show semblances of gaining back being low as 25 percent however we know if jobs and you know companies aren't able to conduct businesses as they normally would due to i don't know dropping population lack of sociability still frightening over exposure because it's still out there you're still going to see people not going to businesses as they would and a lot of businesses will shut down. A lot of jobs will be lost. This economic downturn doesn't stop at the, at the federal check they're going to give out.
It's not going to stop there. I'm telling you right now, it's not going to stop. There's going to be more coming. And I'm not saying this again to be negative, but it's the reality here. You know, you want to make, make sure that you make the best plans possible for the worst case scenario. They always say in the case of a viral up in, in case of disaster, overreaction is always a best reaction, especially during a pandemic like this. Right. That's why we see the two shot, the two ships rather flowing out to New York City to treat these sick individuals, not because they need it right now. They're anticipating what could go down. So what will our future hold? I believe for the first part, I believe the virus is going to die down late summer. I believe by the winter time, we'll possibly get virus, not antidotes. You're going to get uh, vaccines ready to be put on the market, ready for mass production or mass use. Of course, the rich will get it first. And by 2021, we'll probably see people right when flu season hits. There's going to be a pressure on the market or on the creators of this vaccine to really hop on it. Get them testing it. All right. Get the get peer reviews. You know, take your time to test it out. See what the side effects are. And who knows? Maybe one person get it, get it right in the first try. But I'm telling you right now, it's going to take a lot, a lot of attempts to get it correct. They'll get there. It's just going to take some a while to get there. So maybe my uh, plan is too optimistic, but that's what I foresee. I foresee vaccines being potentially mandatory if you're going towards certain institutions, whether you're going to school, you know, whether you're at work, you're going to say, yo, get this shot. Oh, you ain't coming in. And a lot of people have to go to work. So they're going to take that vaccine. Many college students or just students overall who are even children want to go. Once their people want their children to go to school effectively and learn. They're going to recommend he takes that coronavirus. And I'm hearing resemblances of potentially corona being a seasonal thing. Where they're saying that we may see corona as a next year floating around, kind of like we see the flu. Now, I don't know if that sounds like spreading fear to me. I don't know what scientific evidence is there to back that idea up. I don't see what truth can possibly be towards corona. Here's the thing. You have to understand, the influenza virus is what is the flu correct we cast the flu we has a viral infection that's very common extremely common even we have something called flu season so now they're saying there's a potential that we may have a corona season where corona is going around and you're going to want to save yourself now it makes me think to get back on a corona the conspiracy theorist ideal if you have a commonly known virus like the flu that's has a season and we're used to catching it off and on could the coronavirus be that? And if you have a vaccine for the, excuse me, for the uh, for flu shots, and that's something that comes around every year, we now know we now have a product to give you every year, correct? Because they sell it to these facilities that sells flu shots. Will they do the same thing for Corona? There's a potential that this disease is done in purpose of facilitating a health care system that is prepared for a time like this. It could be. It could be. But what you want to look forward to is recovery. I have to, I have to drop that thought in the water. I'm like, this ain't going nowhere. You know what I'm saying this is like jogging <laughs> in this quicksand. But uh, yeah, what you couldn't expect in the future is that it's going to dissipate, as mentioned. You may catch it, right, to be pessimistic everybody's gonna get the disease a lot of people will survive a lot of people will die and we will gain immunity towards it and not have to worry about it again the more 
optimistic is that we're going to socially distance. We're going to keep our keep ourselves away. Not as many people will die. Way, way more people that get infected are going to recover and be healthy and alive, most importantly. And we will have, you know, a few deaths along the way. You can expect the economy to possibly go down and then have a massive bull run going on for years after that. You just don't know when the bottom really is. You can see yourself potentially catching coronavirus but being able to survive because you most likely got the lesser deadly strain. You could potentially see a vaccine be mandatory for individuals entering institutions. And the question is, are you going to take that vaccine? Are you going to accept that vaccine if you're thinking that vaccines do what you think they do to people? You know, the rumor that it could, the theory is it could. Wow. I sound like fucking Porky Pig. Excuse me. Sometimes you're not focused, but it could potentially. You know, I think after talking for an hour, your brain just says, you know, how many words you just said straight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like speaking for a long time is mentally taxing. I got to tell you that. So uh, anyway, back to what I was saying, what can we expect in the future? How would this affect travel industry? The travel industry could potentially have to require you to get a test before you go somewhere because they're afraid that you may be sick and now you may be able to be contagious on a plane and infect the world. What if that's a requirement to go into certain resorts is that you have to get yourself tested? You know, take a blood, take some blood before you leave. See if you have any diseases on you. You know what I'm saying? If you don't have, here's a shot. You know what I'm saying? You might have to take shots before you travel and you may have to go ahead and get your self-tested before you travel i mean who knows the over uh, a reaction has to occur so that something like this doesn't shamble the world the way it did now granted granted this did happen last time around 1918 i believe right we was a it was a it was a spanish flu wiped out millions okay we didn't have the level of health care we had now could you, so you could only imagine what went on then and that was after world war one now it looks like we're entering the disease and we're going to do better than we think we're going to do, but we have to stop it. So it's either we have restrict, well, we have restrictions on traveling. We go ahead and make sure people are avidly testing. You know what I'm saying? What if you're going to have monitors around? They're saying about digitally having your health, you know, be available and known, you know, around the country or some bullshit, something or something tracking. A lot of things are being talked about. We'll see what will end up being done, you know? I really think we're going to have fears about being social for some time. We're going to have some uh, trauma being thinking, thinking that it's not safe outside if you can get sick by being outside. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like being grounded for so long. You forgot what the outside was like. You know what I'm saying? What color is the hose again? Where's the sandbox? This is my neighborhood. I haven't seen outside in weeks. You ever got grounded so long you forgot what outside looked like? You know what I'm saying? All you know is this is what it is right now. We're grounded. We're literally forced to stay in our houses you know, granted, we could watch TV, we could do what we want, what we want but it's boring, all right? You're going to go outside and, like, feel the grass, <laughs> and you know, a guy's going to cut you off. You're going to smile and, and wave and be like, right, good to see you, buddy. It's all right. You can go ahead and cut me off. No worries. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to throw a finger up in a week. You're going to be nice to all your employees, and they're going to be nice to you. You're going to be so happy for each other to be alive, you know? Ha, 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 staying alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh man you 
gotta you gotta break the tension somehow, man. You gotta break the tension. Just know it won't be that bad. Just know economically you have an opportunity to gain a massive amount of wealth from the stock market being down twenty five percent. So your bets could be much better. But you don't you just don't know when that's gonna be. We already saw the market jump twenty percent in a week, and that's great news. Not 20%, excuse me. The stock went up uh, 6%, and that's amazing after we lost 25. We're back in the teens. So plan yourself. Plan yourself. Plan effectively what your next move is going to be economically. Understand that right now, economically, it's good to invest, but you also probably have to save not knowing what in economic factors may happen in the future. Health-wise, you want to make sure right now you are staying your ass inside. Yeah, I don't care how many. Speaking of which, I was going to mention uh, Netflix. You all know after a while, Netflix is done. You know, you can't find anything to watch. You already watched everything. You're like, damn, this corona ain't over already. Check out Ozark season three. One of the best. It is their best season, I think. I was literally screaming at the TV at a character for how stupid they are. If you, ever, if you know anything about Ozarks, it's about a regular... Chicago Midwestern white suburban family that gets trapped inside a drug game and become a part of the cartel. And you just got to watch it. Right. Season three came out. What I want to talk about is Mr. Joe Exotic. Have you seen? Have you seen? Tiger King. Joe Exotic. All right. For the first in the first 15 minutes, you're hooked. Right. Because one, you're seeing that it's big cats. All right, people all have these massive lions and tigers everywhere. The man was was owning a hundred and eighty-seven big cats in one zoo. All right, and in the first fifteen minutes, they introduce you to the character and how ridiculous and wild he is. Like he's the wildest individual I've ever seen. All right, if there was ever ghetto, Joe Exotic is it. You know what I'm saying? He's white ratchet. If white had a ratchet, it'll be Joe Exotic. Listen, this guy Joe Exotic is one. He owns a lot of cats. All right, two. He's a raging narcissist. All he cares about himself, his self image, and that's it. Three. He's a gun toting gay tiger raisin something so he called himself this all right in the first 15 minutes and it's like yo how are you so many things how are you midwestern how are you southern country hillbilly how are you a tiger razor person like how are you in a marriage that's a thruple between one gay man and two straight dudes <laughs> And not only that, you're raising these tigers that are crazy. Are you feeding them like $70,000 worth of food a day? <laughs> and you have this PETA or animal rights individual going after you who potentially may have killed her husband that was a millionaire and fed him to the lions that she owns on there. She changes the whole name of the husband's company. Talks about how he should never speak of his name in the house and took all the money away from his ex-wife and daughters. She is a demon. I was yelling demon at the screen the whole time she was there. I'm like, how are you not in jail? Oh, he must have, you know, took a flight to Costa Rica. Like she's so rehearsing a response. Her face looks like she's always lying. And it's sad because she was a baddie back in the day. That girl, Carol, who killed her husband. Yo, she was bad back. In, I was thinking to myself, how could you get yourself with this woman? But damn, white does not age well. Because when she was like 18 or 19, when they met a whole 24, when they met, rather, she was good looking. She was very pretty. And you know what I'm saying? She had a little thing thing. So, but... <laughs> It did not turn out well at all. So 
yeah, that's the craziest documentary I've ever laid eyes on. You have the crazy guy named Joe Exotic, who was just a character in itself you never seen before ever. You're, you're, <laughs> you see meth and all that stuff. You're seeing the Carol, who potentially killed her husband, now going after the guy. And Joe is going ahead and making every beef video possible. Like, I thought Kanye's beef and Drake beef was serious. His beef with Carol is ultimate. It's like Terminator on site beef. And those in the hood know what I'm talking about. Every video is about Carol, like just shitting on him, making songs, you know what I'm saying? Talking shit on the video, shooting dummies with a face on it. It is ridiculous. And you even have characters in there who have nine wives. It's like a coven. You know what I'm saying? They all have to be pure to him. And he calls himself Lord to his nine wives. It is wild. Go out there and enjoy Tiger King. I wasn't going to watch it at first because it didn't see my, my, my cup of tea. And I end up laughing hysterically you have a, uh, another movie out there I, f I think it's called good taste where it's about this uh, black kid who wants to drink wine another great movie uh the platform is nuts it's like this huge social commentary about those above won't listen to us don't even talk to them you don't need to talk to them and those below you don't really care about or, or they don't care what you have to say anyway because you're above them and they're like fuck you you're living life better than us and it's basically a platform that goes through hundreds of levels where one plate of food is made for the day and that's all you're going to eat and so that means group one has to eat group two and so on and so forth so by the time it gets to, this, to like the hundreds there's no food left and that's when it gets crazy humans start doing some wild stuff when they're not eating and you have to watch that movie for a social commentary on uh what's his name dante something 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 ah oh, man Anyway, it's a great it's a great uh, allegory for the literature and also retelling of stories using a platform and human uh, animal nature against them. Uh, other things to watch. All right. So one series you guys have to check out. You have to watch this. If you like Money Heist, if you like me and you like Money Heist, Money Heist is a show, I believe, that is from Spain about a bank robbery. But if you like Ocean's Eleven, you like any of that type of stuff, crime movies, this is the shit. All right. Money Heist. New season comes out April something. I believe it's April 3rd or something like that. Go out and check that out, too. But the creators of Money Heist went ahead and made this new show called Elite. It's about uh, it's about these rich kids and how they. uh and how they uh, try to unveil to you a murder that happened amongst the students. And it creates this mystery that you have to figure out how, how what happened. And it's just kind of, it's like Money Heist. Two actors from the show was in there. Same writers, same level of great, same level of show, honestly. Three seasons is pretty good. I believe it's the last one. But uh, either way, I, I enjoyed that series a lot. I was trying to think of other recommendations on Netflix. There's one where, like, there's a girl. It's like Carrie, but 2020, where there's a girl that has powers, and she ends up doing something scary. She's covered in blood in the trailer. Don't remember the name. Great show. Uh, Untraceable, a show about somebody that goes missing. That's another great show. And, uh, yeah, man, go ahead and explore Netflix, Disney+, Plus, which I don't check. I don't have Disney+. Plus. I don't really care for Disney stuff. Didn't mean to rhyme again, but, you know, smooth like butter. You know how that goes. Hopefully, one day I'll check out Disney Plus and see what they have. Because that Marvel stuff is dope. I can't lie about that. Uh, Hulu. Stay away from Hulu, please. Hulu, I think, is a tragedy on the human race. Reason being, Hulu has you watch advertisements even after you pay. I paid one month of that Hulu, and I was like, never again. I'm still seeing ads. 
listen, when you pay for subscriptions, you become like a bougie internet user. You like ads, ads, but I paid 99 cents. This is absurd. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You start holding your phone with your pinky out because you have like mad subscriptions. Spotify, Apple Music, Netflix, all types. Uh, but yeah, man, enjoy this break. There's been there's been so much I mean there's been so much to do now right you're catching up on shows you didn't get to watch you have so much more time you're probably able to do the thing you you uh had no time for like reading writing a book you know what I'm saying investing in yourself doing meditation anything and use the time wisely folks use the time wisely I know I went ahead and gave you guys some bad news earlier you know what I'm saying continued on now what the future may hold the future looks bright. Honestly, the future looks like it's going to be a lot of great things. Cannabis may be taken much more seriously now. All right, legalization may happen faster than we thought, even though in this episode we said NY is delaying cannabis legalization because focus has to be on COVID. So if you're out there, wash your hands. All right, tie up your face, put on some gloves if you're going outside if you must. All right, boost your immune system through healthy foods and make sure to check in on your loved ones. Give them a call. Talk to them, have a conversation, laugh a little bit, catch up on old times, talk about what's going on now. Because the closest form to social interaction you can get, even if it's digital, is going to be healthy for your mind, healthy for your body, and healthy for your soul, especially during this time. So it's been another episode of Hot TV's Cannabis News Now. Clearly that CBD must have relaxed the hell out of me because you listen to the first half, the first half of this episode and then the second half. Completely different vibe. I'm relaxed. This indica took hold. Listen, hemp flower is no joke. People think hemp flower has no feeling because it's like barely any THC. Oh, you feel something. You definitely feel something. It just might not be that, you know, super hot feeling, but it feels good. You know, I'm relaxed. I'm calm, ready to go to sleep. Perfect strain for nighttime. Anyway, folks, as always, stay tuned. Stay high. High TV. Hate to end it on that note. Listen, folks, you know what you got to do to stay safe. Don't be an idiot. All right, protect those around you and protect yourself first foremost. Okay, it's going to get better. Cannabis news can take a backseat for now. Not spreading fear, it's spreading relevant information. All right, now that sounds like a better ending. Stay tuned, stay high. ITV.